Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Human Touch Podcast. And the show, as always, Tommy is joining us, and we are talking about human progression. Tommy, such an interesting, fluid topic, my man. We also have some great sources. Let's get right into this, as we have great momentum off the first six episodes. The, the, the source you did, VeryWellMind.com, How to Set and Measure Personal Development Goals. Talk to us before we begin this episode, where you found this and how you can really progress through these key points we're about to talk about. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, I've searched a while, and and when when I thought of progression, um, I always thought that, you know, you really couldn't progress without a plan, and, and more so, you really couldn't progress if you didn't have anything to progress to. So this source says how to set and measure personal and developing goals, and that's what I mean by something to get to. We're going to set goals, and I think this is this this website fully illustrates um, how to achieve that that human progression and and build yourself, you know, as a better person and and more layered and and uh, and developed as a human down the road. And this article gives some good tips on how we can do that. Yeah, no, for sure, and I think we're going to get into this right away here. You know, goals is an interesting thing we talked about uh, many times about putting in the work. Um, a lot, of, a lot of common goals. I want to start here something a little different. I know it's a little bit different, but follow your passion. Um, before you can really set any goals, you need to find that passion, right? You need to find what makes you tick. And the progression part of passion literally starts from ground zero. You have to start from well, what is it that I enjoy? Or what is it can I do? Not just what we think, right? What do you think are some key questions to ask when it comes to passion say, like in the past, Tommy, to make sure our people have a good plan going into finding that and following the passion and progression? What are some key questions right off the bat to make sure our people know? Well, what's the old saying? Uh, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life, right? Um, sure. I think that in any experience in life, that we take, especially one that means something to us, like something that we're passionate about. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be something that's, you know, in a professional capacity, but it's something that we love to do. And I think that's that's our key here is, is that we're doing something that we love to do. Um, it, it allows you to, to experience life and experience things. Um, which, of course, can increase happiness levels and um, and, and also decrease stress. Um, it's almost like a new pastime, you know, things that you love so much. Um, you'll you'll never go wrong doing that, and you'll be well on the path um, to having that fully progressive life. Right, and I think the whole point of progression, too, is to find each day, right, each day something new. You know, maybe it's – maybe not even something new, right? Maybe it's something that takes your, your, uh, your mind to go right. Maybe it's something that ticks your, your day to keep going. There's still very various and varying strategies on how to be progressive and how to be real. Um, you know, another thing, too, I looked at this article, reading this a little bit. We, we talked about, speaking of learning something, and we'll get to that in a sec, um, is activities. We talked about activities, and this means you'll experience, according to the article, this means you'll experience benefits far beyond uh, the mere acquisition of a new pastime. You know, we don't really talk about so much the past on this show, but you can learn so much from just the day by day. Because think about it. what we, you did yesterday is technically the past, 
and, and you can learn each day from the past, yesterday, in current in current terms, to get where you need to be. More on that later, though. But uh, really quick before we get into the goal-setting aspect, we haven't really talked a lot about develop one habit a month. Now, that's a little bit more uh, action-based. But developing one habit a month, according to VeryWellMind.com, says you may not be able to transform yourself in a few weeks, but focus heavily on creating new habits on a regular basis can be transformative over the course of several months or a year. The trick is to get into the habit of forming habits. And I think mental habits, right, this is a mental and spiritual show, those are two things that a lot of people lack. Right? How do I get a mental and spiritual habit down the road to get better at what I'm doing? Tommy, can you explain how it's important to develop good acquiring habits at the start, especially early in the process to get better? Because anyone, like I said, anyone can get great habits middle down the road. But how does the start play a big impact as the progression process to make sure you're continuing down in the road? Well, let's be honest here, Kevin. There has to be some kind of personal gain to it. And, and from this aspect and this angle of it, by doing what you're passionate about, you're going to have a very much higher percentage rate of making those things that you love to do a habit. Am I correct? Right. So, right. No. Um, I, I, you know, again, you know, when you love to do it, it's not work, right? So um, by, you know, identifying those things that you really care about and those things that you really have fun at or you really love to do, you know, you really get a thrill out of it or whatever, um, that adrenaline that you get from that and that, 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 feeling of happiness that you get, you're going to want to get that over and over again, right? So that's how you develop your habits, is that you pick the things that are so easy to go do that you'll, you'll make sure that you go out of your way to do them because they mean something to you. Right. I think that's important to keep – when you do those habits, keep consistently doing. Humans love consistency and every reward consistency. I couldn't agree any more about that, and I think uh, to get a good start, you need to first find that execution for sure. Um Surround yourself with role models. We talked about this a little bit in the past. Same with develop a support, supportive group, guys. At the same time, your support group is like an accountability group, which that's a, a teaser for another episode coming up. But if you think about accountability groups or supportive groups, what do they want to see? They want to see growth. They don't want to see you in day one funk. Right? If, you, if you're on day 50 funk and you're you're still trying to get out of that day one funk, there's going to be a difference. Uh, what support groups do, what you what you can do with let's say you look up to somebody and you try to take what you learn get what you get all those things can all apply to what your goals and eventually human progression will be not really too much to add on that and of course use your time wisely I think this is a very underrated topic I'm going to speak on this a little bit according to verywellmind.com time management is important goal itself when you manage your time wisely you have energy far greater ability to pursue that are important. Now, Tommy, we, we hear the old excuse, well, I don't have time for this, right? You know, I, I'm not feeling it. I ran out of time. Too busy. Blah, blah, blah. How important is the aspect and the abstract concept of time in progression? And what do you think people should do, of course, in, in a holistic approach to get people's not only time management up, but more activity and commitment up to the progressive side? Um, well, it all comes down to motivation, really. Um, when you're on the path and when you're seeing things clearly and you're and you're focused and you have a plan, it's going to be a lot easier to accomplish this. And I know this is a hard thing for everybody because, um, again, guys, I mean, you know, we're we're going through the struggle with you. You know, we're learning 
and trying to be better, you know, as we do these shows. Um, so time management is probably one of the more difficult things. Um, you know, some people find it very easy to do, and it's not that, you know, they're, they're very structured that way. Um, others of us, you know, we have to work at it and, and really, like, maybe every day, you know, you know, at the top of the at the top of the sheet it says, you know, Tuesday. And you've left out the things that you have to do, you know, the things that you must do and the things that you want to do. Maybe it can be categories or subcategories, you know, and that will help you manage your time wisely. Um and, and it'll also, you know, it'll also make you probably feel better to have things done and have things done in an organized way. Um and it can maximize your time throughout the day for getting the, you know, the things you have to do out of the way first and early. That gives you more time to do the activities that, that you know, that motivate you and and help you develop yourself, you know, as a person and the things that you feed off of that make you happy, you know. Right. I think that's important. You just met, you know, the last part's important. What makes you happy? What makes you drive? Uh, that's the passion, man, at the end of the day that you have to look for. Because if you're not looking for that you know, passion... Hey, you know, I was just gonna say, Kevin. Um, that's the the that's the why that we're looking for all the time, isn't it? Yeah, that is a you know it's funny we we we've mentioned in the past couple episodes since you've uh, you've looked at the whole why approach, right? The, what's your why? What's going on with your why? And all that. That's a, a really good a uh, good approach to it, man. I really have. And I think that could be a a good turning point down the road. But anyway, let's get back to the main course, human progression here. Uh, maintaining goals. Now, this is probably the biggest bulk I wanted to get to here in this article, and let's look at this step-by-step. According to verywellmind.com, set the right goals, take small concrete steps, reward yourself along the way, consider slip-ups to be a part of the process. Those are the four steps. Before we get into the actual, some of the, the, the nooks and crannies of this, what, out of those four times, what do you think is the best first step to get our viewers going and get our viewers ready? to make sure they feel associated in a more common way about their schedule and about their life? Um, from my perspective, I think set the right goals. Um, that's got to be the most important because it is the foundation of all the rest of the goals um, because if you don't set the right goals or even set goals in the first place, you can't take the small concrete steps, nor can you reward yourself along the way. Um, and you got to have a process to have slip-ups. So setting the goals is the... Uh, you know, the the foundation for all those other things. I think so too, man. I think I think it's really a, a, a sedentary thing. Sometimes we, we fall into this low of, well, it's just a goal, right? Well, what can one goal do for you? Next thing, it literally is a progressive step, take small concrete steps. Now, the process of rewarding yourself, I find this one interesting. When you look at anything you do in life, there's always that, well, I'm looking for the reward. But we really don't want to do things for the reward in a human progressive state, right? At the end of the day, a reward will come back with you from the universe. The universe. But you don't want to go out there and say, this is it. I'm doing this only for the reward. Talk to me real quick, Tommy, from more of an anthropological approach. What can you do to be a participant, observer in, in uh, human progression, but also knowing that the process matters more sometimes than the actual reward. The reward's fine. We're not saying, we're not uh, condoning not getting a reward, but the more thing we're trying to condone here is the process. So talk to me about the balance between rewarding and processing the process. I loved how you just used the word balance. Um, you literally took that right out of my head. 
um, you know, in a in a fine and dandy, everything goes right world, um, the process would be the only reason that you would really do it. You know, um, you would know you you would know yourself, and you would know how your life works to realize the rewards that you were given, not the ones that you expected. And I think that goes back to giving, not an earn mentality, which is something that will be down the road, of course. Looking at the last thing, consider slip-ups to be part of the process. Now, this is another thing. We can't be, as humans, right, for human progression, we can't get complacent. I mean, at the end of the day, complacency is a weakness that can afford growth and progression. But also, understanding what you made, right? both good or bad, mistakes that have been good to help you improve and bad, right, the importance of that. Talk to me about how the mistakes aspect can really make a person grow for progressing for a different task, right? Let's say you've been stuck on task one for X amount of years, but eventually you break through because of what you learn from that six years of whatever through task one, and you get a task two after six years later. You use your time effectively because you continue to learn and grow. Talk to us about how you can effectively use and manage, like I said, the balance of those slip-ups and progress further. Sure, man. Um, I, I like how it says that, consider slip-ups to be part of the process, um, which implies that you have a plan and you've already planned for the slip-ups. You know, not specifically, but it's not a surprise when things don't go exactly you know, how you planned, and that's okay. Um, it's okay for it not to go because you've already planned the slip-ups into the bigger scheme of of your goals and how you're going to achieve them um, in a humble way. You know what I mean? So um, you can actually learn a lot from mistakes, um, and not in a bad way either, you know, in, in a growth way, um, because sometimes you don't ever make those mistakes twice, and, and you know, sometimes it takes a couple times. But... Um, but that's the I think the four examples we just gave are the basic process of of how you maintain goals and stay on the path. Um, those are great 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 examples. I think so too, man. I think it's a really good way to sum and look up things, especially for this article. But let's look at the last thing here. I said this article really that I want to touch on. I think it's a great way to sum. Setting personal goals according to VeryWellMind.com that can really improve your life and sticking with them, can help you live life that you always have hoped. Right at the end of the day, when you look at a progression state, when you progress forward, you have to take the necessary responsibility and action to progress forward. But also that, that last statement, live life the way you want to. Right, help, help, help as many things in your personal life to get to where you eventually progress to a state where you feel great. Right, you want to feel great. You want to have those one or two days where I'm like, you know what? I felt really good about that because now I can build off that building block and eventually build the house of whatever that means to you to get to where you want. Talking to one last thing before we move on to the second article, Tommy, that last statement of how living life and enjoying the process of progression shouldn't be a hassle, rather a beautiful destination on the path. Well, and again, Balance is the whole thing, um, you know, finding your personal balance. Um, setting the, the personal goals that motivate you and that make you happy 
and that and that kind of feed that creative and and uh, energetic part of yourself um, is exactly what this is. Um, and sticking by them um, in the end when you're when you're able to see you know what you've accomplished along the path. Um, that's what we all hope for, you know. And um, we'll never get to it if we can't stick to it. You know, stick to the goals that we make. Um, so if there's nothing of motivation, that is a pretty good piece of motivation. Um, is to is to be able to see down the road and and to sit back and see the things that you've accomplished and the people that you've touched in your life, and uh, gave them that same fire to to be better and to and to help others. Um, that's a beautiful thing, and that's what we all strive for. You know, that, that's a little deep breath moment uh, of satisfaction that you were able to to you know make a few people happy. Right. Right. I think I think that's important, man. I mean, just to make just to make one person like power of one. Uh, even if it's uh, even if it doesn't mean anything in, at first glance, just trust just trust that process, right? Because that eventually could mean something, depending on how. Like you said, uh, the process interferes with how the process balances out. Let's move on to the second article. Psychologytoday.com, nine tips, skills, examples of personal development that we're all basically to be a better person. Give us a little background on this article, man, and uh, start us off with uh, one thing that you you really want to start off, a simple step to to expand on. Sure. The author of the article on Psychology Today um, talks about being obsessed with personal development um, because of personal experiences that that he had. Um, You know, at one point having, you know, no money, um, working minimum wage, you know, job that they really didn't care for, but it had to be, um, you know, to survive, you know, no social connections, things like that. Uh, And below it goes into detail on how he's achieved these things, um, PhD, you know, a book author. Um, and he, he attributes, attributes the whole thing to strictly the development work that he did for himself. Uh, and the article goes into detail on some of the tips or tricks that he used to achieve this uh, personal development. No, for sure, man. I think this is a great way to uh, really put the core of this progression topic. Let's look at the first thing, right? What is personal development skills? We'll start by figuring out which personal development skills you need to build. Similar to what we were talking about with the passion, let's look at this from a more progressive standpoint. According to psychologyday.com, the first step in any personal development strategy is to figure out how to best use your time. It makes a little sense to learn how to code if you don't plan to be a coder or bench press 400 if you don't plan to be a weightlifter. And I think it's a little bit of self-reflection as it talks about. Talk a little bit about how self-reflection in the personal process and figuring out the development skills, right? I think the progressing of development skills is not easy. At the end of the day, you're going to struggle. Let's face it, everyone's going to struggle. That's where you have to put the work in. Talk a little more expand on the point number one, my man what you see from an anthropological perspective to give to our audience. Sure. Um, and, you know, we, we, we sort of bob and weave with different topics throughout all of our episodes. You know what I mean? 
Um, and, and this one reminds me of other topics like, you know, developing personal strengths and, um, you know, making the most of the opportunities that you have. Um, figuring out what your personal development skills uh, are, and uh, more specifically the ones you need to work on, um, is all going back to knowing yourself and knowing who you are and, and having that self-awareness to know these things that, I, you know, I'm strong at. These not so much, and th that could be the first step in any personal development plan is, you know, figuring out which development skills that you want to work on to build. Um, and though it, it could be hobbies. It could be anything, you know, um, using your time wisely to figure out the ones that are going to benefit you personally, you know, like why, you know, why go learn how to, you know, program and network computers when, you know, you want to be a golfer. That's all I'm saying. Be smart about your time. Um, but you build up the, the, the skills that are not so high on the charts to equal out the ones that are. And and also at the same time, the ones that are going to benefit you the most. And and that's um, a great strategy for personal development and how to use your time wisely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. I think that's a uh... I think it's a good way to start it off, especially with this article. Really, really looking introspectively, go uh, further. And man, I think this is a great uh, number two. I mean, I know, I know this is basically what we're looking at. This entire first series is about entrepreneurial thinking. I mean, develop entrepreneurial thinking. Let's look at this real quick. I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't uh, save this one because, according to PsychologyToday.com, everyone could benefit from learning how to think like an entrepreneur. Regardless of whether one one is or one isn't, uh, you always have to be innovative and good at planning all possible outcomes and skill at getting others to buy the vision of the dream. I'm going to expound on this one because this is a very similar thing when it comes to action-based. When you look at the way the world is shaping up, people don't have the same exact skills needed back in the day. As in, okay, well, you know what, let me, let me go to the office every day. Right, and let me just do the nine to five, and 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 it's the typical routine, right? But if you look at the way the world's working, let's look at twenty twenty for example. This is a relatable thing. I'm sure plenty of our people watching this or listening to the audience have said, "Well, I work from home now, right? What are unique challenges am I going to do to make sure my progression is on point, right? You can't just progress to the, to the past. It's not two thousand ten, two thousand twenty. And if that means moving ahead with the technology, moving ahead with a, a more flexible scheduling, you have to readapt and rewire your brain. You can't just go back to what was working before and say, well, I'm just going to use past principles to get to more progressive thought. I mean, I'm sure, Tommy, we'll talk more about this in Episode 10 with experiences, but what can you do, uh, give off to the viewers here on how it's important to make sure they, they think like the entrepreneur develop the skills progressively, whether it be in work, social, or spiritual health. Outstanding, sir. Yeah. Um, I know this is more, you know, in your sweet spot, but from from um, from a more, you know, anthropological perspective, yeah. um, I, I truly think that um, you have to be able to be, you have to be able to overcome and adapt. I think that's the easiest way that I can say it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think. Uh, I think, I think uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I was gonna say 
I think that, especially because this topic is developed entrepreneurial thinking. Um, you know, you're not going to fold your business up the first time something goes wrong. Right. You know, you just have to adapt to, you know, in a business sense, you have to adapt to the market, you know, overcome the the momentary bump and keep on rolling, right? Well, let's just take, you know, the market word out of it and put, or, or add the word social to it and call it the social market or your personal yeah. market or your development market, whatever you want to call it. Um, you got to be able to overcome and adapt and um, and grow. And as you grow, I think some of that adaptability uh, comes natural, you know, because you, you're, you, you've learned different things in your life. You've grown as a person, you know. So, yeah. you know, at a, at a certain point, you're going to be able to adapt to whatever the circumstances are. Um, because at the end of the day, you want to achieve those goals, you know, and in order to do that, you know, you'll adapt and, and you'll become better at, at handling situations that you couldn't have handled before. You pretty much led into point three, develop a growth mindset, which is ironic. Right, the growth mindset, and like I said, guys, this is something that requires more action. I'll take the lead on this one. But Tommy's right. You know, in a sense that if we have to go above and beyond, whether it be adapting through a work environment, well, my family's with me now, right? There, there can be so many possibilities about what's going on in your life, and you have to understand that the only way to get through this is innovation, right? Going outside the box, think the world is not going to go back to 19-whatever, right? We're going, we're going to the future now. We're basically moving in at the speed of light with information being downloaded per se in our brains. But how you adapt to participant observation, how you can adapt uh, through a more holistic mindset, staying open-minded, not just, well, you know what, this idea doesn't work. Let me just close it off. That's not a growth mindset. And speaking of growth mindsets, according to psychologytoday.com, we have a fixed mindset. We may shy away from challenges that could help us grow. But this can be problematic because our fear of making mistakes can lead us to challenges and new experiences, experiences which could help us grow and improve ourselves in important ways and create the life we desire. The growth mindset we seek out the challenges, right? And I, I think I'm going to take this one because think about a time. Let's, let's, let's do a little visualization here. Close your eyes if you're listening to this. Think about a time in your life where you said, man, I don't, I don't know. This is a new challenge. Maybe it's swimming. Right, man? I don't know how to swim. What's the point? Why would I need this skill? Two years later, you're in the middle of the ocean after falling off a boat. Man, I needed those swimming lessons. Well, so that, that that could have been the difference between not having to get a helicopter rescue and swimming back to shore. All right, we'll, we'll, let's keep it PG. I mean, the point is you never know when you can use a skill, a mindset, a development, yeah. And whatever, right, in any point in your life. And I think that's the most important thing about the growth mindset. You're always progressing. You're not going complacent. You're not looking to say, well, I'm going to make this excuse. or No, no, it's too hard. Right? Nothing's too hard if you, if you simply say this, belief. Right? As long as you have a little belief, you sprinkle it in with some hard work, which we've been talking about this entire show. We've got to put the work in to progress to where we want to be. That's a big part of the progression process acquiring new skills, or heck, acquiring new knowledge. It doesn't even have to be a skill. What if it was just something I learned off of knowledge that has nothing to do with skill? What if it was a personal info, right? Whether, whether it be a personal experience you're learning or you're growing, 
use that in play. I always say it's the in-play approach because anything that's said or done is in play. Nothing should be out of play. Everything has a right to being in play and can be used at any time, whether for or against you. Tommy, anything to add, my man, before we move on? Man, that was a that was a high curveball, and you knocked it out of the park, my friend. I'm a I'm good to go. All right then, uh, let's move on to another key topic. We're going to save these last three for the last ones, but develop resilience. Man, I, there's been, I'm sure we can talk about many things when it comes to resilience. We even talked about this in a past episode. How it's important to get that barrier of resilience. Let's look at this a little deeper, shall we? According to psychology today, resilience is that super important skill that helps you bounce back quickly after being knocked down. Tom, talk about the progression process. Let's say you're knocked down, right? You have nowhere to go. What can you do from an anthropological approach, a holistic, fortunate approach, to make sure you can get back in the game and also not not just only progress yourself, but make sure you, you make sure you don't let the outcome of others and hurt their progression as well? Sure. Um, first, because we had a plan, um, we're gonna we're gonna try to figure out, you know, why we got knocked down. Um, I think that's the first thing a logical person would do, is you know, because this happened and this happened. Um, but that's the beautiful thing about this example is it's we're talking about resilience. Um, because we talked about it a few moments ago, if we go ahead and plan on slip ups happening, perhaps this is one of those slip ups. Um, and because you planned it out, and because you 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 know expected at some point something you know similar to this situation might happen, then you're already you're already on your way to having that resilience um, because you weren't surprised. Um, I mean, the important part to this is that you always keep trying, no matter how many times you fail, because one of those times you're going to succeed. And that's the most important part of resilience is without, if you don't have the resilience to, to keep trying when things don't work, then it's harder, a lot harder to get those goals that you set for yourself. The old one in 100, right? 99 things don't work, yet that one thing, all you need was one to go right, and the, the spiral continues in a good way. You just got the one thing and the momentum builds because you stay resilient. You know, I, a funny old saying is you can never beat the most the, the the person who's the most persistent and resilient. That's true, right? At the end of the day, if you continue to stay with it, eventually something's going to click. And if it doesn't click right away, and if it never even let's say it never clicks, God forbid, look at all the experience you've learned. You can now apply it to something you can dominate in, or something that you're passionate about even more than what you were trying to do, and use that skill to apply to your everyday. That's the great thing about resiliency. It works both ways. It's not just a one-way street. Now, we talked about planning, I mean, verbatim. We're not going to spend too much time on this. Uh, but there is one thing that – there's one or two things that I, I really look at this, and it's the what, how, why, and approach. Tommy, talk about this one, man. You, you really hit the nail out of the park with this source and how you, those questions – we're talking about the why. We're talking about how what skills you can build, how will you build them, and when will you build them? Talk about those key, I like to say, progressive questions to get further along in your development, how they can be important, especially when self-reflecting at the final stage. Right. Um, and, and really, at the core of this, this example, um, 
is talking about something that we've talked about since our introduction episode number one, create a personal development plan. Um, and more specifically, uh, to dive into that would be the, the, the article says the foundation or a good personal development plan, the foundation will take these exact factors into consideration, the what, the how, the why, and the when. Of course, we here at the Human Touch like to talk about the why a lot, but that's just one one cog in the wheel of, of, of the whole foundation of a good personal development plan, and that's all of them, the what, the how, the why, and the when. So what skills will you build? And we talked about that a moment ago, and that'll be the ones that play to your strengths and the ones that uh, benefit you the most and the goals that you set for yourself. How will you build them? Well, that depends on you, and that depends on what you want to achieve and what your goals are, your personal goals. Um, why will you build them? That's the big $100 billion question, isn't it? Why is your personal why? Why is, is your motivations and your reasons? Um, learn those, and all the rest can follow this. When will you build them? It's totally up to you. How motivated are you? When do you want to achieve them? You know, um, sorry, achieve has nothing to do with this. I'm going to take that word out of there, and let's just stick to the word build, because obviously we're not just going to stop next Thursday. I don't think it'll it'll it'll, it'll be a continuous. Like you said, it'll be like the like the spiral going out. It never really ends, does it? I hope you guys can you know, take the question. Yeah. No, I was going to say, um, you know, like the Fibonacci sequence of personal development goals. Getting to the hardcore stuff now. Now, I like that, man. I, and I also want to say, like, listen, Tommy's messed up right there, right? But we'll learn and progress from that, right? We we, we weren't supposed to say achieve, but guess what? That's That's the process, right, man? So in a weird way, that's a perfect example of why you need to continue to find your why every day. Find how, and find what what can you do to improve. So that's a great. That's a, in, in a way, that mess up right there could lead to someone saying, well, "You know what? Maybe maybe I should take a stop and have a little reflection about what can I do better to be a better person and progress these days." So good, inadvertently good work there. Uh, let's look at the last two here. Record your progress towards personal development. I, I, I think it was episode two of the strength episode. We talked. I I, I specifically said. You don't have to just do writing, right? The great thing about recording, you can do it in so many different ways because of technology or just by participant observation. But let's get into this a little bit. And the biggest thing is, according to, once again, psychologytoday.com, sources will be in the link, as always, in the bio and the show notes. By maintaining self-awareness and frequently checking in with ourselves, we can identify things that we need to devote more attention to. As a result, we can make better progress toward our personal development. I think that's the biggest thing, man, self-awareness and progression. At the end of the day, your self-awareness is as far as you can take it. But the biggest thing with self-awareness is it's that, it's, that, it's, that, it's that hyphen, right? It's the bridge between self and awareness. Literally, you can have yourself down, right? You, you nailed yourself. I know who I am as a person. But my awareness is lacking. Or, man, I, I, my awareness is on point. But I don't know myself. How can you bridge that gap and make sure the progression rate continues to flow and go faster rather than try to lag behind? Especially not for yourself, Tommy, but just for others, right? What can what can we do for others and, and the biggest advice from anthropological pros to connect that self and awareness to bridge the gap? 
Well, I think um, importantly enough, we need to make sure that we're staying on on the right track um, as far as our goals go, and recording them or, or recording your progress um, is a way that'll put you back on the path if you've gone off course. Um, and again, and Kevin, you just talked about it. Uh, Self awareness as a general concept, um, right. knowing who you are, you know. Um, that insight um, into into your personal being um, by recording this progress, we're going to check in with ourselves from time to time and make sure that we're staying on the path. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we are all about the path and staying on it. Um, and also, at the same time, we can identify things that we need to devote more attention to by recording progress. Um, you know, seeing something that you know, mean something at the time. And that's a, that's another check another check, you know, you know, on the books, if you will, towards achieving all those goals that we set for ourselves. That has a great segue to the final point, man. I think and this this kind of ties it all together. Simply as this as we talked about the whole show. Number nine, born to psychology. Keep developing yourself in a new way. The science is clear. The more ways we develop ourselves, the broader our skill set, and the more success we tend to have. Try learning new, some new emotional skills or do activities to build new skills. You just might learn something to change it all. And I think that's a great way to kind of wrap this episode up. Right? At the end of the day, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, where you came from, how you started, and where you're going to end up, you have to understand your roots and your roots. Right? A skill set is what your first, you first came to this passion, right? To build a plan, you first got to find the root of your skill set. What's that one skill that you have found through the planning process and the development stage to build and rise to the occasion or whatever you're doing? Uh, if, it, if, it's, if it's like I said, it's, it, whatever that means to you, just know that it's a work in, it's a WIP, it's a work in progress every day. And there should be no, there should be really no uh, deter on the progression. If you guys continue to put the work in, as we talked about, develop the skill sets, keep everything in play. As Tommy said, find the balance multiple times. You're going to eventually get to where you want to be, and you're eventually going to get to what you want to see. That's a good run. Anyway, Tommy, what, what is, the, what is one, uh, one last message here before we wrap this up? And uh, anything to add to the viewers here to enhance their I know you also had a, uh, a wellness quiz you want to talk about, too. Yeah, sure. Um, the, I mean, you really nailed it. I mean, uh, anything I say here now is just going to be, you know, you know, uh, a parrot in a way. But number nine, keep developing yourself in new ways. Um, again, one of those things that we've talked about numerous times that this path never ends. We'll all we'll always be on it. Uh, we can always improve, and we can always develop ourselves in more creative ways and in in more ways in depth as we gain self awareness and we learn ourselves. We can just keep adding layers. Uh, to ourselves, uh, and I like how it used uh, the example of an emotional skill. Um, right. I think that's that's very important. That you know, as we become more in tune with ourselves and our disposition and our characteristics, um, we can be as in depth as we want to and break it down as many ways as we want. And using an emotional example, um, 
you know, in simple terms, it it makes that that whole person. You know, not only as a man we go, not only the brawn, you know, and the and the manly parts, but you know, the whole gentleman. You know, the the thinker, the athlete, um, the all around person. You know, so I think I like that example a lot. And how many times can I say, you know, never stop, keep on going? Um, and at the very end, the very last sentence of of the uh, the post, you might just learn something that changes your life. I think that is outstanding. I think this is a, a great source uh, for us to use. And just for you guys out there uh, listening to us, um, under the first example of start by figuring out which personal development skills you need to build, um, it, it specifically says, if well-being is a goal of yours, take this well-being quiz to see which skills you need to build. Uh, totally up to you. Um, I, I went and looked at it. Um, I don't remember anything nefarious. So uh, give it a shot if you like. Uh, and as always, I know Kevin mentioned it before, um, all our sources and all of our our, uh, our inspirational pieces that we found are, are linked to give credit to everyone who um, thinks in the same way that we do and, and who likes to take the same some of the same approaches to life uh, that we do. So I want to make sure that we give shout outs to everybody that we that we've sourced and everybody that we we we've cited. Um, thank you for your work before us, and I hope that by what we're doing, we can inspire others to to get on this path uh, of being better people and 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 bringing a little bit more to the game as far as humanity humanity goes. So that's me. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, and guys, like I said, if for some reason you do want to share anything, please DM us the link. If you want to share those results, I mean, by the time this episode rolls out, we, we could have a community day, right? If you guys are open to it, we can share these results. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Your information, your privacy matters here at the Human Touch. You guys can always, as always, reach out to Tommy and myself, the Instagram page, anything you want. We're pretty open here. But other than that, Tommy, thank you for coming on this episode here. Episode 7, Human Progression. We'll see you next time on Episode 8. And as always, thank you guys for choosing the People's Podcast. Thanks for listening to The Human Touch. If you like what you hear, drop us a review of the show on all podcast providers that provide reviews. Want to be a part of the show's community? Feel free to reach out to the show's Instagram or the host, KT and Tommy, in any of the previous episodes linked descriptions. And we appreciate your support as the source of being the People's Podcast.